0: Have a special guest with us tonight, mm-hmm. Joe Peanut you know, Dweck, uh, which Hi. makes this 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 trio of folks, uh, you know, our our hairlines correspond with our height, and uh, I just want you all to think about that.
1: Well, now I got to figure out how tall you are, Peanut. Uh, let's say I'm gonna guess five ten. Ooh, I mean, <laughs>
2: Skype is very generous. Okay, <laughs> five six.
1: Okay, uh, there's no shame. There, this is not a height shaming podcast, so don't worry about it. Uh, no, but every day of my life is. <laughs> you're smarter than both of us. But think combined, about all so the yeah.
0: doors you don't have to stoop to get through. Yeah. Think about the, know, thing, like, think about the things s- you're
1: not asked to reach or things you're asked to move because you're height. I mean, you kind of have it easy. I squeezed through a small opening in a gate on Wednesday night. That was good.
0: Not something I could have done. No. Right.
1: Yeah, David's 6'7". He can't do that shit. <laughs> These are the advantages yep. we have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the question on everyone's mind uh, that people have been clamoring for that we have to know is, how do you know David Hart? Like, you know, what's your backstory and how did you come to meet Sir David? I had recently moved to
2: Arlington, Virginia,
1: and I
2: didn't know anybody. And I played Ultimate Frisbee, so I signed up for a Frisbee League
1: Frisbee.
2: in the D.C. Army. I happened to be on a team with this tall dude with a beard named David Hart. Wow. And basically, ended up going out drinking, like, after almost every league. Sorry, there's silence. It's by. It, It's wrong. Um, that's the sound of the police! But, yeah. So, we went out, and I got to know David, and that's how we first met.
1: David, what were your first impressions of Peanut, then?
0: This guy is shifty. Um... I appreciated I appreciated the the, the aesthetic uh, in league. This is a man who had his uh, his compression shorts down past his regular shorts. It gave me it gave me very uh, white men can't jump vibes. hundred um, percent. I
2: can't.
0: That's that's fine. Neither can I really. Uh, but it was uh, it was it was fun playing with him. Uh, it reminded me a lot of college teammates of mine, so it was, I, I think I think our styles clicked pretty quickly, because I knew... I'd like to think, you know, I figured out pretty quickly where you want the disc. Yes. Well, I'm also willing
2: to throw anything, so if I see you open, I don't mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A, a, another way in which we are similar. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, we ended up hanging out after League most nights, and then COVID happened, and I don't know, we... <laughs> I, I would, I, we would get lunch. Like I'd just be like, get in the car. We're gonna go. We're gonna go get sandwiches.
1: Mostly I mean. DC sandwiches, right?
0: Yeah, we would go get sandwiches.
1: Well, now I feel um, like this could have been a trap with David because uh, I feel like if you're going out to get drinks with David and sandwiches, that David will, in a good way, talk your ear off about the best type of sandwich and the best type of beer to drink in the city. Um, again, peanut, I don't know if you can speak to that or not, but that's just the vibe I would get. I mean, I'm someone who welcomes that kind of talk. So, definitely
2: a a foodie. Ooh. Um, Yes. That's – but what was – I guess what was weird about the encounter was David took me to Rock Creek Park and we sat on a bench and then he told me about the story about
1: how someone had died there.
0: Oh, yeah. i had been murdered and their body was down in the woods.
1: I'm sorry. And there was like no one
0: else around. I'm sorry.
1: Yep. I'm sorry. Hold on.
0: Yep. I'm sorry.
1: David, what – that's the story you told him. Like, I guess, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking that that would be like a weird first date impression to tell somebody. And obviously, this is something. This is just a trying to build. But it a was pressure. not the first
0: time we had hung out. That's fair. no, 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 no.
2: But it came up in conversation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I think it was the first time we went out for a sandwich.
0: I think so. That happened. sounds. That sounds about par. mm Hmm. mock oh, man. And that was and that was amusing. That was after. Yeah, that was after we went to Mangiolardo's too. So that was the sandwich that was like. That was the sandwich shop that was a favorite of all the FBI guys, and they were the ones who ended up finding that woman's body. So just wait, like,
1: wait, was this the wow. – wait, 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 did you tell them about the Chandra Levy story? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's a pull. That's a pull. Oh, <laughs> my God. Wow. So your first impression – not one of, one of your first impressions of Peanut is, hey, this woman disappeared here about 19 years ago. Let me tell you the backstory about it. Um, well, I made a joke in bad taste, and I think David was like, oh, no, that happened oh <laughs> david david saw your opportunity and said oh no you think that but that actually happened here jesus
2: how can shit be so easy how can one sandra be so leavy?
0: that's that sounds about right that uh you would made some joke about someone hiding a body in rock creek and it's like oh but yeah yeah
1: there's someone who was actually gone for a year and then you know uh that's a whole situation. They, I don't. I think they're still yeah. trying to find the actual. It wasn't Gary Condit, but I think they're still trying to find because the person they thought might have killed her, they maybe said a few years ago, actually probably didn't do it. No, yeah, I, I have thought no it. idea. Her murder remains unsolved. Uh, so yes, um, they thought they and had they somebody. Deported. Yes, that's right. So, uh, maybe we can use this pod, uh, what was it? Serial a bunch of years ago. Maybe we can turn this podcast to maybe gain some listenership into a new let's find the real killer Chandra Levy podcast, David. Jack, do
0: you, you know where the content for Serial took place, right? Uh,
1: I don't remember cause I didn't listen to Serial. I gotta be honest.
0: Montgomery County man a lot of shady shit <laughs> happening in
1: DMV. okay well <laughs> all right the well, well then that further proves my point that the world is clamoring for another DMV murder related podcast um and I got there was like, already what, monster
2: what? about the sniper about,
1: oh my god look right, we already did
2: the sniper but let's bring it back okay could be there, three of us and you
1: sni- know what? there's five different law and orders that take place nope, in New York nope. we can make a podcast nope. about it yeah that's fine so yeah no that, that does sound like David to bring up the uh, Chandra Levy murder um um, so you, you were not turned away by David, uh, saying that, but you guys bonded during the pandemic, which I mean, a lot of friendships, uh, I, I find that impressive because a lot of friendships might not have been able to make it like that through the pandemic, especially one that was bonded by you guys playing frisbee, which you can't do during the, you, you guys weren't doing during the pandemic. So how'd you guys stay in touch and all that stuff?
0: Uh, it was mostly DMing about frisbee bullshit.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> it was Peanut is a minor celebrity within the Ultimate community. No. He, won't, he won't. He won't ever admit to this, but he is. I have some. They
2: call it frisbee clout. I have some frisbee clout. Okay.
0: Peanut's like a C lister.
2: D D list. I'll say D list. I've had like two people in my life walk up to me, and be like, "Are you Peanut?" and then be like, and I say yes, and they're like, "Oh my god!" and that's it. Wow. Two people.
1: So
0: that's more than me.
1: But not as much as me, so yes, uh, you know, there's some balance of fame there, of course. <laughs> He's recognized so, about four or five times as the guy who did traffic in this area, so I, I'm with you, Peanut. I, I can I can relate to your level. There of you go.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm featured heavily on other people's media. Is the yeah. idea? Are you? Do you do? T- do you do dances for their TikTok or do you? I mean, what, You know, what? How are you featured on their media?
2: I mean, they put out requests for listeners to do sit to do specific things and i've obliged them so like there's a low light video that i made of myself i've they asked people to call in for new year's i called into the podcast for new year's and they platformed it even though i was drunk and slurring my words rambling um and then he was i was it's fantastic and like i was nominated for worst play of the year wow wow <laughs> Yes. So like these are the accolades that I've collected. I think uh, I sent a team a link to the low light video as a joke when I was like I can't make some of your tryouts, please consider like sarcasm implied, and I think they didn't send me an invite because of the video. Wow, oh, Brother, this guy's so, oh, uh jug handle from New Jersey for sure. The guy from the Archie mm-hmm. comics. The year, the year after they went to nationals, like mm-hmm. they qualified, so eh. they were all high and mighty. So they were like, "What the fuck no. is this?" Right.
0: Man. And so, then, did they even make it out of the region that year?
1: No, they did not. So yeah. could have used some peanut. I gotta go even bit further back in time. What got you started playing ultimate frisbee? Um,
2: I got cut from. The baseball team
1: Mm. my
2: sophomore year and we also i was trying to start a floor hockey team for four years and i got that done but then it lasted for like two months before the team folded again so i was like i need to do something with my time so i was like i tried out ultimate frisbee in high school and i really liked it and then whenever wherever i went to college which turned out to be indiana i was like jumped headfirst and fell in love with the culture and here I am
1: today that's actually pretty impressive I mean think about it if you hadn't gotten cut from the baseball team you wouldn't you probably wouldn't be on this podcast right now yeah thank god I can't hit anything yeah I mean that's it's just and now you got to meet you know you got to meet David Hart I mean those are two I would say two benefits to you being told you're not good enough to play baseball on the high school team yeah. there you go the butterfly effect yeah yeah uh, <laughs> I, you know, it, I'm
0: no Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> oh,
1: that's right. They made a movie called. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh um, You're welcome. When did you? So when did you move here in the? Or here? <laughs> when did you move to the the DC area? And where did you grow up? Um, I moved to Arlington in 2019,
2: and then I moved, now I live in DC. I've been here since 2020, um, and I grew up in Brooklyn,
1: New York. Oh, okay. So kind of a lateral move. I mean, it's not like someone going from a you know a small podunk town to big Washington DC. I mean, you, you were in the, the biggest area of the country. So then what made you move? Yeah, um, I'm from, uh, well, how do I put this? <laughs>
2: um, when I went from Brooklyn to Indiana, and part of the reason why I wanted to go away to school was because I kind of wanted to get away from uh, the community that I was brought up in and just like experience something else. Uh, and then I met my now wife uh, there and she chose to go to grad school in DC at GW. So we
1: came here. I got a job,
2: lost a job, got a job.
1: Law and school I'm here law school. yeah, I mean, first of all, losing a job, getting a job, losing a job sounds like the arc of our podcast, the four plus years we've been doing it or whatever so I mean that that's that's you're, you're in line with what we do. Um, but uh, yeah. No, I mean, that's that's interesting because I know from my experience that coming to Parkersburg, West Virginia was a completely different lifestyle adjustment for me in some ways, because obviously it's it's very different. But there were parts of it kind of like you that I actually enjoyed. I was like, oh, OK, I, I like this part of being in a quieter environment and not around the hustle and bustle of D.C. I mean, maybe I don't know how much of.
0: Jack, you live in Falls.
1: You lived in Falls Church. I, okay. I lived in the outskirts of DC. Yes. You lived, you know, it's the same. It's, (laughs) well, I mean, I, it's, there are very, okay. It's the DMV. Yeah. Are you, also, are you going to say that Falls Church socially and politically is the same as Parkersburg, West Virginia? No. Thank you. So, yeah, my, but my point is (laughs) that there were a lot of differences moving out here. And I said, okay, yeah, I can just, um, how did you like going to school in Indiana compared to living in Brooklyn? I mean, did you? What parts of home did you miss? What parts didn't you miss?
2: Um, it definitely was hard for me to fall asleep early on
0: because it was too quiet. Yep. Really? I had that. I had that experience yeah. at Mary Washington.
2: Huh? Yeah. I not. I was used to ambulance sirens all the time, like just driving traffic outside. I lived on a busy street corner, and then it's Brooklyn, New York. You hear it shit at night. You get used to it. But, like, it was dead quiet in Indiana past 10. Um, You know, I liked living there because, like, politically, it's a drop of blue in a sea of red, they call it. Uh, So Bloomington is, like, a safe haven. And then the school itself, like, because it's a big state school, you have... A lot of people who are from Indiana, obviously, and have those views, but it's like, don't ask, don't tell on campus. So like everybody just avoids the topic of politics the entire time. So you get this like utopia of like, you go to a big 10 school and it looks pretty. And we give you a decent education. So
1: that's Indiana. Noted football school. Right, we want to be a football school so bad. I mean, I, David can attest, neither of our schools even have football teams. So, I mean, we're not, we're, we're you know, we're, who are we to judge?
0: Um, Mason had, Mason had, had might still have a club team.
1: Uh, maybe they do. I, I'm not aware of it. I know we, uh, I don't know if you heard, David, we have a, we have a somewhat accomplished basketball team, um, you know. <laughs> Uh, Who's your one alum? What's his name? Oh, no. I mean, don't, 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 don't imply that we have people that played in the NBA for more than two games. Um, I looked it up. We have, I think, five people at George Mason University that ever played in the NBA. And none of them played for more than uh, one season. I, I think I'm remembering this right. Um, but we made the Final Four in 2006. I don't know if you heard, but you we know, did pretty well. Um, you, have, you have three people.
2: And boom goes the double. Okay,
1: so... I miscounted in my memory. The last one I remember played like one game for the Hornets in 1999. That was the last guy to play. Um, And then two guys played around the same time, maybe in the either early or late 80s. Um, Neither of them played very long. Um, So, yeah, no. School doesn't have much to to lean on in terms of uh, athletic prowess beyond college. But as I would remind David, they did make the final four 15 years ago and it was a wonderful accomplishment.
0: They've got some pretty good track athletes and soccer players. Historically,
1: we had a, a baseball player who participated in the home run derby who was from, uh, George Mason university. So, you know, we've got some, we've, we've got some history kind of to stand on for our athletics. Not much, but some, um, yeah, just again, throwing that out there. Uh, yeah.
0: We're not going to ask, Peanut, we're not going to ask about your about your university's history.
1: Uh, I think we should. Uh, Peanut, um, describe in detail either your most famous alum or the alum you're most embarrassed, went to the school, or any alum that did anything of note. Hey, everybody. For uh, legal purposes and just practical purposes, I want to clarify the story that Peanut's about to tell after doing a bit of research is a rumor. It's indeed a rumor, uh, as one of the two people responsible for the distribution of this podcast. I want to clarify that we're not saying necessarily it's 100% verified. True. It's just a rumor. It's still an amusing as hell story, but, uh, take that with a grain of salt
0: as you listen to what you're about to hear. Okay. I'm going to tell you my favorite story about Indiana
2: basketball. Okay. Okay. I'm
0: really surprised that Sage Steele hasn't been named already.
2: Oh no. Stop. She was a commencement (laughs) speaker, but wait, um, no, my okay. My favorite story about Indiana basketball is that you remember. Do you know Romeo Langford? I, I actually don't. Okay, he plays for the Celtics. He's like second or third year in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a very hot, like, player coming out of high school, going to Indiana, and he was supposed to carry us to like the Sweet Sixteen and be our savior and bring Indiana basketball back because we've been needing that for a long time. So. We play decently, first half of the season, win some ranked games, the team's looking good. Team then goes on, I think it's like a 7 or 10 game losing streak, I I forget which one it is. Either way, it's long, we get knocked out of the uh, bracket, and then Romeo is denied or sits out of playing the NIT. Okay. That's all, like, the stuff you see up front. Here's the backstory. Romeo Romeo Langford slept with one of the team's, his teammate's girlfriends. His teammate punched him in the face at practice, got a one-game suspension. Then the team went on the losing streak. Then when they got knocked out of the NIT, they had a team meeting and said, we would like to go to the NIT as the senior class because they had some standouts like Jawan Morgan. And then they were like, but you, Romeo, you're going to stay home and just worry about the draft and say you're injured. So he did.
1: Wow. That, uh, first of all, in a way that I often do and make it about myself, I have a similar story that I, I won't tell, um, about a similar story <laughs> on my high school's basketball team, but the people that know, know, and the people that don't, don't need to know. Um, but I had no idea. That's insane.
0: Um... <laughs> yeah, that's oh, like the Romeo. stuff you
2: only hear if you are a student, like at that very moment. David, like
1: David, is this the first instance of us breaking news on underemployed of this magnitude that we we got some hot goss on the show?
0: Oh, this <laughs> is the hottest. This is the hottest goss that's ever been on the show. Absolutely, it's three years old.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I had never heard that story, and now you know the world can hear it. Well, you know, I mean, we are technically available in every country, so yes. Um, but no, yeah. I and and again, I
0: not every country, Jack. Uh,
1: any country, most countries where you can get podcasts without any significant struggle, you can find us. Um, no, and and uh, you know. I mean, this is not an insignificant player. This is not one of those guys that's the last pick of the second round. It's, you know, this is a guy who was... No, he's a, a, a first
2: of- rounder who probably tanked by five, five picks um, and had to have private meetings with teams about, like, his... Because they alluded to it. They, like, he has personality issues or, like, locker room stuff that he has to work out. Mm. So, like, teams had to meet with him to discuss what happened
0: so who
2: knows yeah
0: <laughs> well, clapping a teammate cl- clapping a teammate's significant other's cheeks and then getting punched
1: in the face yeah which I mean makes sense. I mean the line of what happened makes sense like the line of this action happened so this action happened I could be like yeah I, that yeah I, I get that um also, that all makes
0: sense.
1: Uh, also, if Romeo Langford wants to come on underemployed, uh, we uh, we have an open invite. You are welcome to join us to either address defend, these allegations. Ad- ad- Romeo, address them if address them if you dare, man. We will provide you an open forum, and you are free to talk about them. Uh, do you have any goss on like, um, I don't know, any any other stuff about at Indiana that we don't know that that uh, that the world would know, or am I getting too greedy now? No, uh, I don't
2: know. This one's like. So If you know the school's history, you'd know. Um, So the school has a long history with, like, sex research. And therefore... Like how to do it or just other stuff? uh, So, like, uh, was it the Kinney Report? Or the Kinsey Report? The Kinsey Report came out of Indiana. So they've long been known for stuff like that. Okay. So then... Uh, they get major funding from Trojan condoms and the other big sex pharmaceutical companies. And Indiana is a beta testing site for some very famous condoms.
0: Wow.
1: I did not know that. That is really cool. Um, Mm -hmm. We at Underemployed always promote safe sex, so that's we we salute Indiana. Um, Yeah. David, did Mary Washington have anything like that where it's like, hey, we did XYZ? I'm
0: uh, Mary Washington has one of, I think it's three undergrad programs in the country that is devoted to historic preservation. Oh, that's really cool.
1: Uh, um, what specifically for?
0: I think... <laughs> <laughs> Porn. <laughs> Obviously.
2: Um, I believe Rutgers... Has a condom mascot. I remember my friends, or, and then my my friends used to also say, yeah, Carlos the convert? No. I believe that he, they had a condom mascot
0: who would go to parties
2: to like promote safe sex.
0: Wild. Hold Thanks. on. So, you, so you're, you're telling me that Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey, had, they spent money on a mascot. You know, mask, like, do you have any? Just general general question: Do either of you know how much it costs to
1: build Sparty? Uh, the Michigan State mascot. Oh. I'm gonna guess yeah. uh, seventeen million dollars. Just so. Yeah, you, more than
2: Tom Izzo costs.
1: Yes, I'm. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna say it, it. It significantly outweighs Tom Izzo's salary. Um, yeah. yeah. Like Magic Johnson's like boost, like you know, contributions alone have to pay for Sparty. It's, Are you allowed to
2: know who's inside of Sparty?
1: Also, yes, good. You no, know, I
2: don't know. Or like if you take on, do you wanna not like you have to maintain the persona so you can't break that wall. Because you can't come out publicly and say, I'm
1: Sparty because you're not in costume. <laughs> you it's can't say you I'm state. you can say I'm Spartacus, but yeah, you can't say I'm Sparty, so that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was gonna say I'm Sparty. No, I'm <laughs> Sparty. Sparty. I'm
2: Sparty kid. <laughs> well, also with, you know, co- these college litigation teams. You can't say Sparty without them coming after you. Yeah, that's true.
1: Well, we we'll, I guess then we'll, we'll retroactively bleep it or something. I don't know. Um, although, I, <laughs> as I point out too, we, as I point out, there is no fair money to use. be also fair use, and also to be pointed out, there is no money to be had in this podcast. This is why we, we are very loose with the, the nation's copyright laws because we just say, look, I mean, let's not fair pretend use. like let's not pretend like we're making any money. Um, also, David, we didn't answer uh, how much does it cost to build Sparty.
0: Thousands of dollars.
1: Okay. I mean, I... Thousands. Yeah. You know. so, so less than Izzo? Tens of thousands. Of Slightly less than Izzo, yeah. S-
0: still less than Izzo.
1: Um, how do you think that condom mascot would have fared during the uh, mascot tournament bracket, David?
0: Uh, you know, but no, because that, that, that mascot's getting picked up and tossed around by a hurricane or... A crimson tide, or potentially a dragon.
1: That's true. It's
0: it's a it might choke a pigeon, or like a bird of some sort. I I,
1: I think this I think the condom would be sneaky good in the tournament bracket. Um, we'll remember that if Rutgers ever makes the tournament again, which God knows they won't. Um, we we will we will bring that back up and say hey, uh, like we did with that gargoyle a few years ago. We'll just have the condom yeah. in as the as the replacement and say hey, this right. is how it works. Uh, it works. Um, Go. Go condoms.
0: Um, I also that feels very much like a line out of MXC. Go condoms. Get fired up for most extreme
1: elimination challenge. So peanut, I have also heard through the grapevine uh, and through David, I'll reveal my source, that I believe you are you are working to become a lawyer. Yes, I'm a one L as we as they call them. Uh, First year law student. So, knowing someone myself who they're also in law school and this person also worked in a law firm and had to do those, uh, God awful hours. Um, my questions are for you actually can probably boil down into a simple one word question, which is why I've worked with kids for
2: 10 years now. Uh, I kind of want to continue that work in terms of like being able to better positively affect their lives. So I want to do that in the, justice realm so public interest juvenile justice work uh, hopefully working in the like the juvenile clinic at school we're doing uh, amicus brief work and appellate work now so that's going to be really cool Um, yeah just in that kind of foray not really corporate not really big law nothing to make money only to like help People, and Damn. I'm paying. Let's see, one all three years of this is going to cost me what one year would it cost anywhere else?
1: Well, I or I less. I, uh, I really wish I could uh, make some sort of uh, funny remark about that, but I think you've kind of painted the perfect. Uh, yeah, you're doing this as an honorable man, um, David. Is there any way we can kind of switch this yeah, no. Damn. Nope. Um, I've
0: tried to poke holes in this, uh, and it's just hes hes, he's airtight, Jack.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. With this, I know. <laughs> uh, God damn it! I hate you, you, Dick. Yeah. Um. No. Uh. <laughs> no. I, I. He practically I went
0: to college. You went to college to
1: study yeah yeah oh. yeah that's right there's no that's, that's 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 what it is yeah that's a that's fucked up joke yeah, i no, shouldn't have done that no 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 i mean it's true i mean you can't prove the it opposite. otherwise i've got a clean resume
0: 100 percent clean that oh. is the best is like you know it's that's like, a that's a worked, scariest allegation i've worked with kids
2: for a long time i could i can literally just say like you don't trust me run a background check
1: that's fair i like, mean Run a background check. Well, but there's still a difference because you could run a background check on me and David, and we would be totally fine in terms of like we're perfectly fine characters, but we're also just losers who they would like you. That's what they would find from a background check. Like you still have to be a qualified individual to do what you do. I mean, that's oh no, no no no. He
2: has that, that that part also
1: right. Yeah. So like I would say the majority of
2: people who work with children are qualified to work with children. Oh, like yeah. teachers necessarily are
1: not necessarily qualified. No. no, offense, David. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany. No, no, I'm very much so. Beth- Bethany, is. Bethany is extremely qualified. I think if she wanted to teach anywhere and any place in the world, uh, I'll, you know, I'll put my two cents right. in on that. Um, to your point, Joe, we did a, we actually did a story this week about a teacher in the area who was caught on video yelling at us at a nonverbal au- autistic kid, and you know that was sort of the, the reaction we all had, which was you know, Hey man, if you can't handle that, you got to find another job. And that's another there, reason why I can admire what you do. Yeah.
2: There are people who have also been working with children for a long time. Who like will rely on that as an argument. In Just terms. If I've been doing this for 30 years, right. Yeah. Doesn't mean you've been doing it right. <laughs> like, so, um,
1: part of yeah part of what I
2: did in undergrad was like getting more people who are like trained out there to work with kids
1: so in a in an ideal future for you because i have no idea how old you are but like I, I couldn't tell if you're in your early twenties, I couldn't tell if you're in your late twenties, I couldn't tell if you're David's age, uh, which is obviously significantly older than mine. I I, I couldn't tell, but um, in your ideal future, yes,
0: yes, Jack, you at twenty nine, significantly yeah. younger. Than uh, me. My age
1: doesn't begin with a three. I would like to point that <laughs> out. Um, you are, by my math, twenty seven months older than I am. That's very significant. Uh, that's a lot of months. Um, but in your in your ideal future,
0: Dana, Dana, why don't you just why don't you just tell Jack how old you are? Twenty
1: three. I'm <laughs> wow.
0: turning 24
1: in November. Actually, I will say this: the 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 uh, the new anchor here, um, who started in uh, August, is also he just turned 23 in September, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> like the Zoomers, the Zoomers, I know. Are here to like oh the 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 youth, I just and I go, oh man, the dude, youths, dude. oh man, David, what was the first time you? I, I, I mean. I, I know, kind of one of my examples. What was the, what was one of the first times you felt like, oh, I'm actually kind of old? I
0: Maybe mean, when I turned thirty.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that, to be fair, you turned thirty in the height of the pandemic. Like, I turned
0: thirty. I turned thirty. Yeah, I turned thirty at like the the, the onset of COVID. Yeah, like so yeah, that was a really. It was definitely an aging experience of like, all right, well, yeah. not not that I'm not that I'm complaining about it, but it was it was you know it was Bethany and me just all day long. We did the Zoom call, at least. Yeah, we did the Zoom thing, but like... It, it's not the same.
1: I don't know if you can relate to this, David, but like coming out of, you know, kind of like this past year when we started seeing people more again and sort of hitting out like, oh, we all aged 14, 15 months and just like... But like we didn't do anything, but our ages all advanced 14, 15 months and that kind of messed with me in my case because like, oh, now a bunch of my friends are 30 and, you know, you know a couple of my friends have kids now and... People are getting married and all this stuff. I don't. Did you ever feel that?
0: I, yes and no. I had I had pieces. There were folks for whom I definitely had that experience, that time warp. Uh, but then there were <laughs> others. Yeah, because that's the best way to describe it. You go from like, all right, this is the last time I saw you. It was this, and now, you know, yeah, hair's gone.
2: Many of the college kids I work with are now legal drinking age. Oh, that's wild. They weren't when I met them. Right. Like, That's the crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, pretty soon you'll be our eight. Well, obviously, again, David much older than me, but you'll be in our, you know, you'll be in your late 20s, early 30s (laughs) and someday and it'll hit you. But uh, also, I think you're the youngest guest we've ever had on Underemployed. So there is a crown that you can take. Um, Yeah. And the top of my head. Yeah. Everyone else is. Significantly, I know this like, is an auditory medium, but I'm doing the fake crown thing.
0: He's crowning himself. Yeah.
1: Please leave that in. I, I, yes, yes, no. Yes, I will not cut the part of you <laughs> non-verbally putting a crown on your head. Uh, there's, <laughs> <it's>, I, <laughs> there's nothing to cut, uh, but yes, I will keep that in. Um, no, I mean.
0: Requests have been made, Jack. Honor them.
1: So, so how much longer then do you have in school? Uh, two more years. Okay. Oh, I mean, two and a half more years. and and then it's uh and then it's on to bigger and better things but i'm sure you're still playing with david every week
2: yes yes because no, no, no the real the real plan is that i get out of school my wife makes enough money to just to support us both and then i just raise the kids
1: and put my youth development degree to work i think that's a great plan um that's I thought, the real plan. I think you're I, I thought you were gonna say your plan was for your wife to make enough money and that you could just play Frisbee as a full time living. Um, but like maybe that's true. No, 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 no. I'm actually this is news too. I'm retiring from playing this whoa, year. Whoa, whoa. This is I mean this is second yes. second this breaking is very news. Very big news. Um, right. well, <laughs> oh, Dave, yes. no. second breaking story. Uh, David, what are, I mean, this is li- I mean this is live for us. David, what's your response to this earth shattering news?
0: Uh, this is not earth shattering to me. I've I've been informed of this decision okay. days ago. Okay. Uh, I was just not aware that this was a decision that was going to be made, or this decision was going to be aired on this platform. Well,
1: um, I'm flattered you chose our such
0: product. a you know such a such yeah. a chiseling of chiseling in stone of this decision. Uh, yes, <laughs> um, he will continue to play league. He will continue to play pickup, uh, but we will we will not see him donning club wear as a player.
1: Nope. Why didn't, you want, why didn't you announce this earlier and get the full retirement tour treatment? Um, you know, the David Ortiz, Mariano Rivera, Paul Pierce, to a lesser extent, kind of, you know, treatment, as it were. Because I want the Wunderkind treatment. You want to be, tra- <laughs> you want to be treated as the next big thing, even though in your mind you're like, yeah, I've got a couple months left of this and then I'm done. I, I, I admire that tenacity. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yes.
2: Well, like, who is this kid who's coaching and came out of nowhere? That's what I'm going for now.
1: You're retiring pretty young for frisbee. I mean, you know, I mean, David again. So yeah. David, much much older than you, um, is still playing, and some would argue at an elite level. And you're you're hanging it up. <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> no,
2: I mean, you know, the whole thing of like higher ceiling, lower floor. So sounds... I have a much higher
1: much higher ceiling coaching than playing. Oh, again, I wish I could poke fun at that, but it sounds like you want to help people, so I'm not really able to uh poke a hole. <laughs>
0: He wants to help people win a game where they chase a flying pie plate. That's true, yeah, it, it is no, inherently funny. I don't want
2: to help funny. people. I want to make people, subject people to the stupid, bullshit way I can like, control a game and win. It's like a giant
1: chess board. Yeah, I was going to say, winning's not bullshit, Peanut. This is, I mean, you know, uh, Winning is everything, <laughs> especially in, in the game of Ultimate.
2: That's how you fake cut! It's not a game out here! This is your life. No, but the way I do it the way I do it is the I don't like people, you know, you know like people talk about basketball the beautiful game, like making passes. You know, my favorite team of all time were the Detroit Pistons with Sheed and Ben Wallace. Oh god. You know, oh, defense god. wins championships. Oh, okay. Grind out the W. Oh, just, you don't need a score. You just
1: need to uh, stop the other team. Fast break. That's a bold move to make. As I'm looking at a picture of Kobe and Shaq right now hanging in my apartment. Uh, that uh, I try not to remember those finals. That was a rough time for everybody. Um, yes. You don't have
2: to stop them from scoring if they can't get to the rim. Uh,
1: yeah. I feel like I feel like. I'm also a Knicks fan. Okay, that, there you go. Okay, that's, that's, <laughs> thank you. I was looking for some saving grace and boy, you just provided me with the life preserver of a lifetime. Oh man. I was worried. I was yes, like, oh man, exactly. I have to deal with this traumatic finals loss. And then all of a sudden, oh, the gift oh. that is, I'm a New York Knicks fan. Oh, oh, you, you perform yes. CPR and breathe life into my lungs. Oh. Peter, would
0: you like to tell him, would you like to tell him the player you put a season bet on? Oh,
2: I have, um, okay. On plus 19, 1000
1: odds Mitchell Robinson to win most improved player let's look up Mitchell Robinson's 2021 stats and see what what I mean if if they was if they were bad the bar is uh you know the bar is low um has played one game and I know the stats so let's go he played I, I, he did play well <laughs> last night I watched that game he did play well uh 11 and 17 5 for 5 from the floor last night that's pretty good in his career um, averaging 8.4 points and seven rebounds. So, actually, the fact that you got those at those odds doesn't sound like that bad of a bet. He averaged eight and eight last year. Yes.
0: And you only really put down what, like a dollar? I put down $10. That's why I'm.
2: And then I bet ten dollars on him to lead rebounds per game, which with seventeen on the first night, good
1: sign. He's only got eighty-one more games to go. If we can keep up that pace, he'll certainly lead the league in rebounding. I'd have to imagine. Yes. Um, I mean,
0: he, and it's all he does.
1: Yeah. Um, I also am a little concerned that, despite your desire to help people, that you might have a degenerate, degenerative gambling problem. Um, although
2: no, this is the this is all I that those are the only two bets I placed.
0: Okay. Um,
1: David, you don't gamble, do you? I
0: I have a fan duel, I haven't logged into it in a while. Um, I should at some point, you know, hockey's back, soccer's in full swing, so it's perfect time to get into you know, I'm dollar cu- here, two dollars there. I'm kind of curious, maybe five on a bonus.
1: I'm kind of curious with soccer because. There's so few goals. I mean, even compared to hockey, what do you bet? What do you bet on for soccer?
0: Over/under, who scores, when they score, what kind of goal it'll be. Um, That's risky. What kind of goal? Yeah. Damn. I mean, are the options just kick
1: or header, or are they like Mm, outside the box or uh,
0: left foot, right foot, header, outside of the boot, inside of the boot, free kick? So, like,
2: if you knew, like, the star players, which foot he preferred, you kind of can infer.
0: Yeah. So, like, Eric Lamella, former player for Spurs. Uh, tremendously left-footed.
2: Mm-hmm. So, like... Left-foot bet for gold, Not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good. Hmm. You should not have told me that. No, I'm kidding.
0: Um... <laughs> he doesn't play for Spurs anymore. He plays for Sevilla. No.
2: Every time I bet, I lose, and I think it has to do with me being a New York sports fan. So... Because um... I also...
1: Break I, the cardinal rule, and I bet on my team because I'm a New yeah. York sports fan. So you bet on the Yankees against the Red Sox, for example. I'm guessing.
2: No, yeah. I did not bet on the Yankees Red Sox.
1: Okay, I don't taint the Yankees like that. <laughs> what about the What about the Giants? Do you even bother with betting on them? No, I'm a Jets fan, so okay. I'm <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this year, it's really like there's no benefits being one fan over the other. They both are pretty not great. So no, there is because you know why? Why is that?
2: They beat. Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl in okay. my lifetime. That's, that's the benefit.
1: Uh, that's true. Uh, the last one of those happened. Uh, all, oh, we're all coming up on the ten-year anniversary. So yeah, it's been a hot minute. But uh, yes. Uh, just, hey, you know, I'll hmm. take it as a Jets fan. I have no. There's no end in sight. Wait. So as a Jets fan, two like some of your favorite moments are when the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Not even when they beat the. I'm assuming no. Okay. Just to see Tom. You no, were just happy to see I, we lose. Rooted, right? We
2: rooted. We rooted for no one in that game because it's like you didn't want the other New York team to win and also fuck Tom Brady.
1: Well, when Sanchez beat New England in New England, that has to be like top one moment of your life. I assume even over your wedding, that's got to be like top moment of your life. It's all been tainted to me because of the, I don't want to talk about. Okay. Uh, What, Rex Ryan's foot thing or what?
2: No, the butt fumble.
1: Oh, butt fumble, yes. I, I, I... I think I think he should be proud of the moment that happened before it, not the tainted the memory of what happened afterwards. Uh, that would be my advice as a yeah. sports fan to you. Um, uh, Tom Brady's a system quarterback. That's all I have to say. In a show with deliberately hot takes, that might be the hottest take I've ever heard. Um,
0: he's he's really good at picking systems to work in, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Brady's>
1: yeah. <laughs> a- you know, he clearly is making the most of it. Um, mm-hmm. I. Um, I-
2: I is a good coach. What you're gonna tell me? I
0: watched Byron Leftwich. <laughs> Byron Leftwich, sir, put some respect on that man's name.
1: Oh yeah, Byron Leftwich coaches in uh, Tampa, right?
0: He's the o- he's the OC there. That's
1: right. That's oh good old Byron. You
0: show some respect. You show some <coughs> respect to DC's finest export.
1: And Byron even has a connection here because he went to Marshall, which is an hour from here, hour fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Um Man, that's true. Yeah. So Byron Leftwich, who was it him or Gerard David, who beat uh, the Steelers in the playoffs?
0: That was Garrard.
1: Yeah, That was Gerard. I uh, shouldn't get them confused, but whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I always like Byron Leftwich.
0: He uh, and dudes with not great health, cannons for arms, yep. semi-mobile. Yeah, easy that, to get them confused.
1: Yeah, it's actually they, they are basically. They, and and playing against Ben Roethlisberger, who also, I mean, especially as Garard, also fit that exact profile. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, wait, I, so David, that has me thinking now because your teams, until the Caps won, also what, what what was your like peak Caps fan moment before they won the Stanley Cup? Beating the Rangers every year in the playoffs. <laughs>
0: there weren't many before they started getting before the before O V got there. There weren't many. There really, there truly weren't many things to highlight, be happy about.
1: I don't know that O one team had a lot of hype coming into it, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh one, I guess was
1: with Yager and uh, Bondra. Uh, oh, it was wow. it was
2: a lot those of a the... lot of goals scored, but oh my god, I remember those jerseys—the yeah.
0: eagle
1: with the stars on them. Wow, I, iconic!
0: I love... they were hot. I those love were, those, those.
1: were good jerseys. I love those jerseys. I, I I know they they completely transformed successfully into Rock the Red, and it made them billions of dollars. But uh, I miss those old uh, those late '90s, early '2000s jerseys.
0: They should do the eagle on the red jersey.
1: True. At least get some little bit of it on there. Uh, what's the, what's the cap's mascot again? Do they have one?
0: Slapshot. I think
2: it's <laughs> slapshot. Then... <laughs> That's an OB thing for sure. The cap's mascot is Ovechkin.
1: That's true. That's actually true. Probably. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically,
2: he's also Putin's mascot.
1: Wow! We are coming in with the hot picks in this episode.
0: That's that's not a hot take. That's, that's a
1: that's a correct
0: take. Sure. That's a That Jack. That's not even a take. That's a fact.
1: That's actually yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> it's like, it's like telling us Tom no, Brady's. It's not like the, telling us the guy who's won seven Super Bowls is just a system quarterback. That's a bit of a hot take. This yeah no that's this one is one is. He's, oh my god! For the
2: greatest coach of all
1: time. Yes, and the then he won a super. And then he won time. a Super Bowl in a year without a preseason without him. I you know at forty three. I also think that's worth pointing out. But you know what have you? Um, I just throw that out there. I'm only, I'm, I'm a little, my, uh, a former coworker of mine, um, she used to rag on Tom Brady all the time. And I was just like, you know, as recently as like, you know, like in to him winning six Super Bowls. And I was like, I can't, I just can't get behind this. There's no like amount of one. Look, I had pneumonia one time. And I said,
2: I wouldn't ever wish it upon anybody except for Tom Brady. Damn, wow. son. Okay, so this
1: is personal. I yeah. mean, this is a real personal, like, vendetta against you. I mean, the, yes. w- the way My I... My
2: childhood was filled with
1: Tom Brady. The way I briefly held a vendetta against you for 45 seconds for bringing up the 2004 Detroit Pistons. I, I, I feel that there seething hatred. I, I get it. Um, I would ask, what's your favorite lifetime memory as a Knicks fan? But the last time they made the finals, you weren't born. Um so True. Or no no, you would have just been oh, bored. I was alive in ninety nine um in,
2: Yes, in ninety nine. Yes. Uh, uh, I guess my lifetime my favorite lifetime memory as a Knicks fan was um Amari Stademeyer breaking his hand when he punched the
1: Down <laughs> in Miami glass of the fire extinguisher. Yes. Oh man. And then he played, so I remember when he played in the the game that they ended up getting eliminated, and he fouled out, it was the game after, and they were in Miami, mm-hmm. and uh, the Heat PA announcer said, Amari Stoudemire has been extinguished from the game, and... <laughs> But then had to apologize. And I was like, why in the world would you have to apologize for that?
0: Why? That's, why? that's so, that's that's so good. That's it's, so good. That's, that's uh, outrageous. That's, uh, why he was made uh, to apologize for that. That's yeah. absolute horseshit. Oh, man. Uh, so I'm trying to actually think of my
2: favorite happy next moment, and I don't know if I have one. That's <laughs> insanity? Oh, my God. Insanity. Insanity? <laughs> when Christoph Przingis got drafted. Like that was a big deal. His first season was crazy.
1: I'm going to say not draft night because if I recall, uh, y'all booed the shit out of him when he got drafted. I was happy. Fair enough. Uh, and then he tore his ACL before the All Star break. The year he was going to make the All Star team, and uh, and then we got rid of him. Yeah. Perfect. We won that trade. I actually, yeah. I mean, t- yeah. Tim Hardaway's really good. And uh,
0: well, no, he's gone. We he's got gone. someone that's
1: else. Right. Him. That's, that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. I thought that. Well, because he got traded to Dallas, I thought they picked up Hardaway.
2: Uh, oh, and we got rid of Dennis Smith Jr., who we got in that trade. We got picks, like, and we got things back for the people we got rid of. That's right. So uh Knicks won the trade.
1: So after last night, which uh, we're recording this the night after the, the Knicks won a, cra- a crazy double overtime game against the Celtics, you're, you're thinking like yes. Eastern Conference Finals or bust, right? Oh, the Knicks are going to win everything. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's only a reasonable take. It's only, reasonable, it's only a reasonable take from to take from last night. Um, You're talking to a delusional New York Knicks fan. Like we just won. Yeah. Evan Fournier scored the most points ever in a Knicks debut. David, um, perhaps you recall, and I would like you to tell the story. Do you remember what happened last year during the playoffs after the Knicks won a playoff game in the first round against the Atlanta Hawks? Uh, how did New York react? Talk Trey Young.
2: Trey's Trey's bald and That's how we reacted. I yeah
1: I remember vividly. Uh, I,
0: Everyone's known he's been balding for a long time. Yeah,
1: he doesn't try. Uh, he has a t- it a great chant actually. I, I liked it more than fun. I think. I'm not a fan of like cursing chants in a stadium, but Trey is balding is really clever. and I thought that was hilarious, especially to chant to a like 22 year old kid. I think that that's really especially mean. It's, and funny. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. Fantastic. But I would like to remind the listeners that the Knicks who made the playoffs last year for the first time in a hot minute. Um, in the first round, and as I would like to remind everyone listening, there are four rounds in the NBA playoffs. Each round is a best of seven, and the Knicks won one game in the first round of the playoffs, and the city celebrated in the streets as if the Beatles had all reunited and they announced that John and George had come back from the dead. It was that level of jubilation in the streets of New York that night. They won. New York basketball is back. Mm-hmm. That was what we We weren't even
0: supposed to make
1: the playoff
0: mm-hmm. and they were a force meanwhile no one cares about the Nets uh,
1: yeah even even with Kyrie well <laughs> well certainly without Kyrie uh, <laughs> with Kevin Durant and uh, James Harden they, they, they're they still not the team in New York uh, David real quickly what happened in that Knicks Hawks series do we need to revisit it I think we should just to clarify just to for some, uh, a lot of our listeners probably don't follow the NBA they might want to remember what happened in the playoffs that's
0: true the Hawks won the next four games.
1: Uh, that is correct, David.
0: Uh, just throwing that out there. Uh, uh, Trey Young, Trey Young, absolutely demoralized an entire stadium.
1: Oh man, it was fantastic, really. It it actually was. Um, also, he has never been shut up like this before.
0: He is the league's new villain, and I think it's great. Yeah. Um,
1: he actually came out on SmackDown when they were in Madison Square Garden a, on a, a couple months ago, and they booed the shit out of him. I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I by the way, as a Lakers fan, I am aware of how the Lakers performed last year and in the playoffs. So I'm not in a I'm not you know pretending like the Lakers aren't an old, a bunch. Dude, of, you have
2: LeBron. You could say whatever you want. Yeah, you, you're in contention for as long as he's in the league.
1: Well, I'm sure. As a, I'm sure as a youth, you were uh, you were really excited in that summer of 2010 when you thought, oh, the Knicks are definitely getting LeBron in free agency, right? I was happy with Melo. I mean, it's true. Melo wanted to come to the Knicks, loved being a Knick, and they actually had some success. They won 55 games with them. Yeah. So, I mean... That's where, you know, honestly, that's where KD went wrong.
0: Going to Brooklyn?
1: Yes.
2: Because if he went to the Knicks, it really would have been like, okay, I'm here to save a franchise and be loved by millions and lift them up. But instead,
1: he chose money. I think he also... Yeah. David, you can attest Good. to this because we talk about shitty owners a lot. I think a lot of that too was he didn't. The, he knew the Knicks are kind nobody of nobody wants mess. To
0: play for Dolan. Yeah,
1: what he doesn't like?
2: He doesn't like jazz bands. <laughs>
1: uh, jazz but, jam
0: bands. For those who jazz don't jam
1: know, bands. James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks and the New York Rangers and Madison Square Garden and I think the Liberty and a bunch of other entities, um, he's he's like Dan Snyder level of loathed throughout sports. Like hated, hated.
0: Dan Snyder is not as loathed as James Dolan is. It's it's. I think it's neck and neck actually. No, James Snyder's Dolan. one sport. Dolan is multiple sports.
2: Fair. I would say. Well, there haven't been any. I think uh, sexual
1: harassment allegations yet. But Dolan. At least... There was when Isaiah Thomas Dolan... was GMing the team. But yeah, sorry, David. Oh, Dolan was... behaves <laughs>
0: outrageously, but not inappropriately.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: hmm,
1: he's just adult. Throwing the star player out. <laughs> of Yeah. Yeah, they threw out Charles Oakley because he was getting in an argument with somebody. I mean, also, in in their defense, Charles Oakley is also kind of a ticking time bomb. Um he was uh... Yeah, but they they said some off the cuff things.
2: They were like he was drunk, they were like
1: defaming him and yeah. everything
2: like that. And they were putting out these press statements. Like, have you ever seen MSG or the like the Knicks put out a statement? It's just like Block
1: paragraph,
2: Nick's logo, and it went came on Twitter, and like that's the
1: statement. That's true, (laughs) David. What music does James Dolan planned? Uh, What music does James Dolan play? It's like I think he said it's like some jam jazz.
0: I've done my best to avoid JD in the straight shot, and I don't really (laughs) plan on changing that.
1: Maybe there'll be the outro music this week.
0: um
2: He pays, like, he pays all the people in the band to travel with him. They are all, like,
1: session musicians who make money being in this band. My um, Good for them! My, yeah. My uncle, who, uh, you know, works, you know, he worked at, like, Viacom and VH1 and stuff. You um, know, he tells stories that, like, Dolan would only let certain, you know, like, a lot of times he would only let people perform at the Garden if he, they let his James Dolan band perform as, like, an opening act, as a warm-up act. Like, I, I that's... <laughs> And they were, of course, terrible. But like, that's that was sort of his thing that he loved playing the music, and he owns the arena, so he kind of hardballed them. Yeah, he they've they've
2: opened up for the Eagles, the Allman Brothers, ZZ Top, Jewel, Keith Urban, the Dixie Chicks, Joe Walsh, and Robert Randolph. Oh, yeah. Some big
1: names. Though. <laughs> Ooh. Are we? Im- It sounds like maybe we're guessing that Dolan didn't get there on merit, but uh, who am I to tell? I've never listened to his band perform. Uh, Maybe David. I don't think
2: you want to. Well, David,
1: maybe that'll be our next bracket. Of we did the Outcast bracket. Maybe the next one will be James Dolan and the Hippie Skippies or whatever the band's called. (laughs) Straight Straight Shots. shots. Straight shots. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Joe, we're 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 coming up on close to an hour. I mean, you've you've been wonderful to talk to. I'm glad this is a way of meeting you. I'm glad I've I've gotten to meet you. Um, is there anything mm-hmm. you need to plug? I mean, you're you're in school, so I'm guessing not. But like, do you have anything you want to plug? or no. tell people about. I've deleted my real Twitter. Smart so move. So that's gone.
2: Um, no, I think the one thing I did want to bring up was David and I did have a conversation in anticipation. Um, of you asking the question, but we thought about our NBA comparisons as frisbee players. I, and I feel like it'd be re- remiss to not mention David's. You, you two have the floor. Go for it. So we, I said that David definitely has to be a sort of like European power forward,
1: hmm.
2: but like not like AK forty-seven, more
1: like Hito Turku. Wow. There are there are
0: didn't in... Hito Turkoglu catch up bat?
1: No, that was Ginobili. <laughs> no that was that
0: was. <laughs>
1: Turkleu, that is a poll. Uh, wow. I mean there are m- I don't think anyone listening remembers Hito Turkoglu, but that makes me very happy to hear his name. Uh, <laughs> yeah um, that's a fair having seen David only play once play ultimate uh, that sounds just like an apt comparison. David, uh did, what did you have any?
0: Uh, for for Peanut, uh, Kyle Lowry.
1: He's got a large butt? <laughs> Husky point
0: guard.
2: Husky point guard. <laughs> Husky point guard will chuck anything up. Husky point guard, yes. I said good, Fred Van
0: Fleet. Good at, <laughs> but, I, but as I pointed out, Peanut's lineup is not nearly crisp enough to be Fred Van Fleet. I, uh...
1: There's the back certain back standards
0: back you back must too. meet. Yeah.
1: I do like that you two knew that I would appreciate the, the, in one case, obscure NBA reference and in the other case, a wonderfully delightful uh, NBA reference. Uh, But yeah, no, I, uh, good
0: at, good at long twos and short threes.
1: David, what, 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 David, did you have any more, I mean, did you have any more questions for peanut? Did you have anything you wanted to add to the, as you would say, add to the discourse?
0: I we could talk about the wedding, but
1: nah. Actually, no. We. Uh, it's a. Let's let's go for it. Because I meant to ask. So yeah,
0: let's talk about it. If you don't mind, Peanut. No, sure. Uh, so I was invited to Peanut's wedding. Um, I had just reinstalled GroupMe. I think I've told Peanut the story several times at this point. Um, Maybe. Oh, Not sure. But uh, I, so I I had just reinstalled GroupMe after I had found a pickup game in Arlington of dudes I didn't know, but they were like, oh, we're on GroupMe. Come join up, and I get added to this bachelor party group, and it's just like, bachelor party, no Joe, and I was just like, is this a scam? This feels like some sort of a, like, weird, I had no idea what was going on, uh, come to find out that it is for Joe's wedding, uh, because I will be, you know, going down there, and I'm a young... I was going to say recent college graduate, but it's been five years. So that's not, that's not accurate anymore. So yeah, I'm going to be down hanging out with, with Pino and his friends. Why not? Uh, and in the group, you know, discussions had been progressing for a little bit. And I, at one point just straight up asked if the Frisbee boys wanted another one for the house, because I was able to deduce that they had a house. And after much discussion, I was invited to the house and, uh, Got into some shenanigans with the boys. All uh, fine, all fine, upstanding young men, I should say.
2: Indeed they are. Yeah.
0: Good dudes. Yeah. Good dudes. It
1: was like
2: a curated list of my friends.
0: Yeah.
1: Everyone
2: <laughs> was like, wow, why don't we hang out with each other more often? And I'm like, well, there were other people
1: too. <laughs> when, yeah. uh, when was this? Yeah. Uh, June 6th. Okay, so this was one of the weddings we you talked about. Was this uh, David? We talked about this it. is the
0: this is the Atlanta wedding. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this
0: was the Atlanta wedding. So, so David,
1: Not I have to ask then, Was anything that happened uh, leading up to it the reason that you almost missed your flight back? I
0: mean, the totality of it. Yes, <laughs> all of it. Right, all of it. Yeah, it's just the like staying up till three, three nights in a row. Oof! Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oof! <gasps> yeah, and Glad then, we all had fun. Really. Yeah, well, we had a great time. Plus, that I was
1: they still the, talk
2: uh, in that meeting.
1: Yeah. Plus, that was the uh, the first wedding you, you saying, had Jack? been to. I think that's the first wedding you went to since the uh, since the pandemic, right? Yes. So extra. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it
0: was the it was it was quite the trip. Uh, uh shout out to the the, the boys of the nuptials, growing the listener base <laughs> by five
1: natural (laughs) when did uh and and peanut i mean i i guess i like you met your you said you met your wife at college right or am i i I know you mentioned it but that was an hour ago so yes sophomore year okay i mean i uh i salute you for getting married uh i i i you know so part of me uh is jealous that at 23 you've accomplished basically more than i have at already at 29 but I I there's no reason to be jealous I think we're all friends here we can all be happy for each other's success um but so I guess my last question to you then would be what's next for peanut uh
2: I don't know what's next for peanut I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of things moving right now and I'm waiting to hear back from stuff so like a
1: lot of good things are next for peanut I so. that's that's what else? that's a great yeah. attitude to have for sure. Um, mm-hmm. and, and David, any parting, I mean, I'm David was hyping you. David had wanted you on the show and I was on board. I said, look, I've, I've never met him, but I, David has a good history of knowing good people. And I was, I, I trusted him and I was like, yeah, no, this guy seems nice. And I thought you were terrific. So, I mean, David, I, I appreciate you, you, you know, riding for peanut. Thank whatever. you. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And, Good peoples yeah no David David good peoples uh, David uh, interesting
0: good people's interesting peoples
1: you attract you manage to attract a lot of good and interesting people David and, and peanut you are no exception you are uh, you are clearly an outstanding young man in society doing good things and your delusion on New York sports uh, does not prevent you from uh, contributing positively to the American uh, culture I'll say that is it I I think it's a
0: positive contribution. Um, Look, I never I never feel like my exuberance for my team is ever misplaced no. because Knicks fans exist.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, On that note,
2: <laughs> we're going to the final. Cut
1: through cannabis, universal ghetto survivors. Go to any hood that's live, make it lava. A lot of niggas scheming, some real, some niggas frontin'. But I'm a big dreamer, so watch me come up with something, New York. New York, New York.